grace, mercy, and peace to you. From God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our text for this day is Isaiah 55. Here again the third verse that reads, Incline your ear and come to me, hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. You may be seated. You ever notice how thirsty and hungry people get when they're bored? Let alone when people are depressed. How they look for that comfort food. What about being bored, depressed, and there is no food, there is no water either? What would a person look forward to but to apathy, uselessness, and maybe feel that death is better. Isaiah foretells the dejection of God's people living in a foreign land among unbelievers in Babylon. It would be costly, so very costly, to end up there. Their land would be taken away. Their place of worship would be knocked down to the ground, shattering their relationship with God. Their hope cut off. And they had banked on their king and the promise that God had given to their first and faithful king, King David, and his line. Isaiah had prophesied it, and we see as we look back how it all happened. That Davidic line cut down, down to the stump, down to the root, right down to the stock of Jesse. You see, their Davidic king had taken their nation down with them, down to destruction, all in the light of self-preservation. Why? Because they didn't listen. Maybe you remember King Ahaz from Isaiah chapter 7 and how he didn't listen to God's word. God had told him, just sit tight. Don't worry. God will take care of the two kings to the north. But Ahaz didn't. He went away and submitted himself to the king, great king of Assyria to win a battle against these two small enemies to the north. And maybe you know that after Ahaz achieved his plan, he went out to meet the king of Assyria, copied the altar at Damascus, and built that copy right alongside the Lord's altar. You know this as the violation of the first commandment, don't you? Yes, you shall have no other gods beside me. And with the going against the first commandment, there were consequences, devastating spiritual consequences that affected their physical life. Isaiah foretold it, and the people lived it. Off to Babylon, to a foreign land, among people who worshipped idols, and one could only imagine that they paid to live there, it was costly. And so they came to feel like victims. You know, when people feel like victims, there's a conflict, isn't there, between the haves and the have-nots? Maybe even developing a war. And you have heard it, the political rhetoric. Make the rich pay. Well, anyone who does not believe, who has the word of the Lord and does not listen, will pay dearly, as Isaiah describes. 
It makes no difference whether you're rich or you're poor. Look at God's people in Babylon in need, bored, depressed, wanting to die. We too may have our own Babylons. Some of us have paid dearly for our past, our past and the past of others, as hurts and situations are passed down, maybe even from generation to generation, all because someone didn't listen. Have we been listening? We, as according to Scripture, are dead in our trespasses because of our sins and the sins of others. Now, if you look at the back of the bulletin, in Isaiah 55, in the Hebrew, it begins hoy. But there is no hoy there. In fact, our translators didn't even take the time to translate it. Certainly, if the hoy was there, that would get our attention. It would look sound weird to us, wouldn't it? Well, Isaiah grabs the attention of his ancient hearers. In the early chapters, Isaiah uses this word to announce the death state of those who have been disobedient and wouldn't hear the word of the Lord. Hoy, they are like idols. They are deaf. They are dumb. And they are dead like a block of wood, just like their idols. With this word, his hearers expect bad news. The sentence, it starts with that single syllable, hoy which is often translated, woe. With it, Isaiah describes the death, the destitute, the deathly state of God's people. You who are thirsty and you who have no money, so broken, no money, no food, no water. But look at it as it continues there on the back of your bulletin in Isaiah 55. The sentence is not bad news, but it's good news. Not woe, but hey! In other words, pay attention, I've got good news for you. Come, come to the waters, come buy and eat. But what kind of eating and drinking is this? Listen diligently to me, incline your ear and come to me, hear that your soul may live. And what will it cost you to listen? What does it cost to hear? Nothing. You know how it is when you're watching TV and you're engaged in a great conversation. You forget about being hungry, even forget to eat. Jesus is right. As he repeats the words of Deuteronomy, man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And God comes here to fill us. You see, there is much more here we had a hint of it when we sang this is the feast of victory for our God. We are hearing God's creative word, that word that not only brings creation into being from nothing, but makes the dead living. He connects his life-giving word to his present creation, that word that came to Mary, and she gave birth to a son, Jesus, who is the word incarnate, the word in flesh. The word, that word spoken from Jesus over those five loaves and those two fish feeds 5,000 men plus women and children. That word spoken to the dead like Jairus' daughter 
and the widow's son. So it is with the word connected with water in baptism. There, though you are dead in your sins and trespasses, you are raised to new life. The word that announced that you are no longer dead, but living in the forgiveness of God. The word that is connected with the bread and the wine that Jesus says of, this is my body, this is my blood, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Make the rich pay. Who has paid more than our Lord himself? He is not only the creator and the provider of all creation, but also our redeemer. He is the one who paid the price, the price of our release, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood, his innocent suffering and death. Here is the rich payment for our cleansing. Here is the rich payment for our eternal debt. Hey, listen. Listen, God's word has spoken clearly. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, Sure love for David. It is confirmed in Jesus, David's son and David's Lord. This is the new covenant in my blood. In Jesus, you and me participate in the blessings of this new Davidic line. He is the new branch from the understock of Jesse. God has started all over again with his people the people that includes you and me. His promises for the first David are true. People, we are a part of something bigger here. Ahaz and other people's rejection and unfaithfulness do not negate the promises of God as you heard in Romans chapter 8. For God is greater than any sin and even death. For we not only participate in the promises to Abraham, but also in the promise to King David. For the rich have paid. The richest king of all of the Davidic line. For God himself has paid it in full. In Jesus Christ. Hey, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, Come by and eat, for it is here in his church, in his word, and his sacraments among God's people. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.